0: go, recording number one. Mm -hmm. All right, well, welcome to the very, very first episode of Gods and Ghouls podcast. I'm Jana.
1: My name is Jack.
0: And we are your hosts. (laughs) But we are going to um, explain the podcast now. So for a few years, uh, I've been wanting to do a podcast and bugging him about it for a while. (laughs) And um, we are both into... Some of the themes that we'll go over. Um, so my obsession—not <laughs> a profession, but just an obs- obsession—is <laughs> um, cryptozoology. Um, I really like urban legends, myths, mm-hmm. uh, ghosts, ghouls, anything that's kind of creepy, uh, macabre. I'm really into that kind of kind of thing: fantasy creatures and worlds and and that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what drew, drew me to uh, this kind of a, a weird creative avenue that I've gone down.
1: <laughs> Sweet. Um, my name is Jack, as you know, uh, from my... From 20 seconds Four ago. Four seconds ago. <laughs> and I think like talking about um, cryptids and mythology and stories, it's kind of a place we've just found ourselves in a lot. And... I think by doing a podcast format of the conversations that we're pretty much already having, um, it's a nice way to, well, I can only speak for myself, but I think it's a nice way to make sure that like, okay, I keep learning and, um, you know, these stories are super interesting. It's like my first kind of dip into this stuff. Besides going to church twice a year was, um, a, a computer game called age of mythology. And that was like one of the first computer games we had. Just kind of opened up like this whole new world for me. And I thought it was so interesting. With feels like there's an infinite amount of characters, um, and all the characters fall into like certain like uh, classes, whether it's like gods, demigods, monsters, kings, queens, people, <laughs> um, anything like that. And I think just looking at all these stories and certainly not just Greek mythology, but I think listening to stories that like different, um, like different cultures have and base other stories upon, I think it's just like a pretty infinite well of just interesting stuff. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay. So, um, our first episode, we are diving into the tale and the symbolism, um, of medusa mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so yeah jack tell so, us your tale
1: yeah we figured medusa would be a cool place to start since pretty much if you ask anyone um on the street i'm not saying do this but if you ask <laughs> anyone on the street and say oh okay, name a monster from greek mythology like the overwhelming amount of people are going to say medusa um so like what makes this story so uh so pertinent today um what are all the different ways that it's been looked at in the past and that we look at it now and um what does perseus have to do with it so that's kind of what i'm gonna go into and then we'll we'll have the conversation from there so i love this like there's been stuff that i've been wanting to tell you for so long (laughs) like now i can like finally do it so there are a lot of different versions of pretty much every greek mythology it's not like uh um it's not like there's a fundamental text where okay you interpret that text kind of like the bible the torah the quran and so th- there are a couple different um th- a couple different versions and yes a lot of the things are the same but then some of the parts are gonna like some of the details are like vastly different so There are three versions Well, like three, like main, like really old versions. The, um, the oldest one is where Medusa is, um, born a human, beautiful human, and, um, has a consensual relationship with Poseidon way different than the main one, but consensual relationship, they have sex in this, in this meadow. And then, um, Medusa says, oh, like I'm way prettier than Athena. She's like telling everyone. And then Athena punishes her, and makes her into the monster. Um, and there's another version also from ancient Greece. And it says that, okay, she was just born a monster. Her parents also see monsters. And then they give birth to Medusa and the two other Gorgons um, who are sisters. And then the most well-known version is the Ovid version which is the one where what's, um, like, oh, what's ovid mean ovid is a poet he's a roman poet and
0: we're getting greek mythology from a roman person uh-huh. what
1: and he um he wrote like metamorphoses which it has a really cool cover i always see it in like bookstores and it's just says, like Ovid oh, metamorphoses and it's like this um it's like this like watercolor thing it looks really cool <laughs> and um his version is where um Poseidon rapes Medusa in the temple of Athena. And then Athena punishes Medusa for being the victim. She sides with the gods and is like, well, uh-huh. I can't punish my uncle, but I can punish you. Yeah. Um,
0: what a female rage I have
1: uh-huh. with the
0: um, Medusa story. <laughs>
1: okay. But wait, there's more. So um, I'm going to talk mostly about the Ovid story, at least to just start it off. Mm-hmm. And then that they, they merge quite a bit more. But so with the over the story, um, Medusa, she's a priestess at the Parthenon, which means the place of the Virgin. So Parthenon is the famous thing on top of the Acropolis, Acropolis, and uh, in Athens, named after Athena. And that's like the main temple. She's a patron, uh, she's the patron uh, god of, of that city state. And she's so beautiful. Everyone lusts after her, but they can't have her because she is a virgin. Um, so she can be a priestess, mm-hmm. and the whole point of that kind of like the same with. And like, so it was
0: Athena, right? Like the whole thing. is She's the virgin goddess. Yeah, she's da, da, da. A,
1: yeah, virgin goddess. Out of uh, they're both like out of reach <gasps> from any any men. potential suitors. <laughs> exactly, it's all about just yeah. the, the priestess and the goddess. And
0: hear my eye roll.
1: <laughs> and so then Poseidon lusts after Medusa. He's like, she's so beautiful. Um, and then he rapes her inside the Temple of Athena. Mm-hmm. And
0: just really an asshole. Just like really doubling down like, on being pure, a horrible person.
1: Pure, jerk. pure, jerk. And pure, through and through. So then, Medusa, she's in a really tough, tough spot. Because she's no longer eligible for marriage because she's been the victim of rape mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Parthenon means like place of the virgin so it's like extra I remember. explicit <laughs> and then Athena comes down and transforms Medusa from like a beautiful lady with long black hair into a monster so it's, it's supposed to be like extremely painful her like skin is like bloating and cracking and then the hair is transforming from like a um,
0: hair <laughs>
1: from hair into not hair and <laughs> to
0: transform into a bunch of snakes What?
1: <laughs> and then kind of cherry on top is that she's uh, exiled to a remote island
0: mm-hmm. and you know what though that sounds nice mm-hmm. that part at least <laughs> and... Ex- exile okay great because you all suck so i'll be over here on my yeah. own island <laughs> Have a good time. And <laughs> I will DoorDash dash my own food. Mm-hmm. Go away from me.
1: <laughs> my own wine and ambrosia.
0: My own wine and ambrosia.
1: <laughs> and she's on this island, and so it's essentially just like a life sentence of loneliness. Now Medusa's mortal. <laughs> um
0: Yeah, why? But... Why? Well, so her uh, the, the all three Gorgons exhibit the three yes, sisters, he... two are immortal. Two are immortal. Why is Medusa mortal?
1: Well she she's like She's mortal, so she can die, but she can't like die of old age. But in the... so she's
0: immortal, <laughs> like, like,
1: like. Um, but they can
0: all be killed.
1: Only Medusa can.
0: Mm, okay. They... As far as I'm just thinking yeah. of the Ovid the only one who has been killed is Medusa. Yeah. But they oh, can all be alert. killed. <laughs> Sorry if you haven't heard the tale yeah. <laughs> passed down for <laughs> eons. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, so it's, <laughs> Spoiler alert. So she's she's unique out of, the, yeah,
0: but out of the
1: three Gorgons.
0: Like, I mean, she's unique, yay. But, like, wh- why, why mortal? Why? like what the, Because if she can't die of old age, then that would just mean immortal.
1: Um, like,
0: vampires can't die of old age, but they can be stabbed in the heart with a stake. <laughs> you know, like...
1: So I guess they're, like, like, a mortal, which is, like, you'll live unless like you get in, like, a car accident.
0: Medusa. Or a chariot
1: accident trying to do it. Medusa,
0: don't get in any cars. Yeah. Okay.
1: So they, they can die, but
0: so only if what's something the kills to that them. Question. They're yeah. not just going to like. So that's just that's just normal immortality.
1: P- pretty similar. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I don't know why we call her mortal then.
1: Because she, she can be killed. Can
0: she? Well, yeah, They all, all of them can be killed. That's oh, yeah, point. even like the
1: gods and stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they could so it's like that. They can be
0: killed what would make it a difference is that like can she die of an illness in god's camp like if she gets yellow fever scarlet mm. fever like you know what is it called yellow in there yellow, yellow fever? fever yeah okay yeah, yeah yellow fever scarlet fever something she gets uh-huh. influenza in 1917 you know like she, could she <laughs> die of it <laughs> is that the only difference like is that she can die of illness and mm. murder but she can't die of regular i'd say she wouldn't be able age?
1: to die of plague
0: so Cause that, that, cause that she's
1: because that because that wouldn't be
0: because
1: that wouldn't be dramatic. That wouldn't be. A, I mean, a good it would story.
0: suck. So I think it'd be a little dramatic. But that's my point. Uh, it's like I'm challenging it won't the suck understanding. As much as what comes next? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. When it comes next is worse. <laughs> but I'm just so confused as why she's mortal, and the others are. That's I've never yeah, gotten over not. it. Clearly, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gorgon, in ancient Greece. Means um terrible.
0: (laughs) I thought it was gonna be monster lady or something.
1: No, just like terrible. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) And Okay. it's not so bad except for the perpetual loneliness.
0: I got a dog. No dog. What? She didn't where's the rule? Give me the rule book. Where's the rule? I can find loopholes.
1: (laughs) I think. If it's athena's punishment it's like okay you're this like lonely monster she's not gonna be able to have
0: a cute little pup with her but if it's natural to the land it already lives there i didn't i didn't go get a pup it was already there on this island i'll just start stock piling puppies and cats on an island and then go piss medusa off and then she'll banish me to the island like crap there's so many animals on this land oh no back to my paradise (laughs) (laughs) back to my paradise i'll have some cows (laughs) that'd be great actually athena banish me
1: (laughs) i just want a single cat they can live forever and be healthy forever
0: are they mortal or immortal that's very important
1: immortal a forever cat okay it's in a constellation (laughs) and
0: anyway we've gotten off track
1: (laughs) so medusa her like look she has like gray skin it's like pretty tough and it's like cracked and you'll also you'll often see images of her with like her tongue like sticking out just like uh, and bloated <laughs> um, and, well, and like like a bloated tongue mm-hmm. and then the thought is that essentially they um, they wanted to make her seem like a dead body so it's like mm-hmm. be, like, like she is like the uh, like she is the image of death. Med- medusa like her name means guardian mm-hmm. in ancient greece so this like scary image of death it's the same reason why like churches put gargoy- gargoyles on the outside it's to like have something scary to like fend off you know whatever scary like external on. thing mm-hmm. so like you'll, when they uncovered pompeii from the eruption of mount vesuvius they found mm-hmm. this massive mosaic of alexander the great with medusa on his breastplate Mm -hmm. and and um so yeah that's what she looks like and then that's how she gets to the island Mm -hmm. and you can't like talk about medusa too much without talking about perseus he's the Mm -hmm. uh he's a guy who we won't say how he's involved with medusa just yet (gasps) but uh intertwined with her demise (laughs) that doesn't give it away i
0: think they know
1: <laughs> so perseus he's the grandson of um Acrisius, who is the king in argos so argos is associating greece as a king Acrisius, and Acrisius only has one child and that child is Danae, and he didn't have any um, male son so the whole thing was okay um Who's gonna inherit the throne who's gonna take all your stuff because can't, go, can't go God to a forbid daughter it
0: can't go to a woman
1: mm-hmm. and so he goes to um, who
0: could he goes to a prophet. The line. Mm-hmm. Okay. The prophet.
1: but yeah he's like well can't... the only logical thing is to go to a prophet
0: obviously yeah that's clearly then... the only logical
1: thing to do and the, the... thank you and the prophet says yo if Danai, if Danae has any children, well, ha- has a son, that son's going to kill you. Wait,
0: hold on. Is this is Oedipus. Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> and uh, King Christus is like, well, I can't do that. But I also can't just, like, murder my own daughter. So instead of killing her, I'm just going to lock her away in a tower with no food and water and wait for her to die. Because that's not murder. <laughs> uh. Out of sight, out of
0: mind. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and then... What the- so he keeps waiting for the news of like okay your daughter, she, your daughter's she dead because <laughs> uh, he's just trying to protect himself yeah. and Shuck um her. he never hears the like the news of his daughter's dead <laughs> she's so fine. Then, she's
0: on the island when do, so they're having a good
1: time eventually he sees um he like see like lights coming through like the barred windows and like hear some noises so he's like okay let me go check on my daughter just to like what see what's up noises? just like um like regular like talking okay no, like, uh, no parties or anything. Just, like, he's expecting absolute silence. I'm
0: scared.
1: And so he goes up there to see what it's all about. He mm-hmm. finds Denny with a with a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baby's named Perseus. And the king is like,
0: what? Well, How could this have happened?
1: And then she's like, oh, um,
0: <laughs> Your guard I friend love and this I... part.
1: So, um, Zeus impregnated her.
0: Oh, good. And
1: because the tower was sealed off and there just the windows, he came in in a golden shower. So the world's first. A what? Golden shower. Mhm. So that's um, that that's a first.
0: And. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Mhm. <laughs> he came in.
1: Zeus, to like the came...
0: jail cell.
1: Yes, or the apartment.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 made of stone four by four can't leave uh, can't leave garden day and night <laughs> yeah apartment <laughs> mm-hmm. what okay and he through the window pst, the one window mm-hmm. showered down golden sunlight or literal rain that was golden like water or uh, sperm that was um
1: like golden. like literal pieces of gold just like but not like metal like
0: uh, 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 okay, I was, ow just like a Oh, that's a shower. Of gold flakes. Fool's yeah. gold.
1: No, this is God's gold. God's
0: gold. <laughs> <laughs> In through the window. and yeah. and, and then never manifested. He just was just gold dust all over the floor and she couldn't sweep it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she couldn't trade it exactly. for money. Okay. All right, just making sure I understood.
1: <laughs> so, Christie says like, Damn! i had one problem now i have two and i can't just kill this kid
0: this because bad.
1: Mur- murder's bad and i don't want to just like starvation's us, fine us off, murder's bad. Well pff, hold tight and i don't want to murder the the son of a god and mm. like by by murdering a demigod because uh, that wouldn't end well for him as if it was, as if it ever was going to end well so um brilliant plan part two <laughs>
0: Wow, he's so good at these.
1: <laughs> is he puts them in a chest uh-huh. and just like tosses them in the ocean
0: because that's not murder either,
1: not murder. That's just putting them in a chest, tossing them in the ocean. Okay, they died from well, he would have said, Oh, they died from drowning or exposure or forced drowning, anything. Yeah, <laughs> they... it's like I held them under the bathtub, but the water killed them, but the water <laughs> didn't.
0: <Yeah. laughs>
1: Uh. <laughs> so they're in this chest. Floaty, floaty, floaty. <laughs> and then they end up on the island of Seraphos. Dang, which I is like. Coming to my island. Nah, close. Oh. And um, you can like see like, where the island of Seraphos is like on Google Maps. It's like probably. Uh, it, it's like a little bit southeast. It's like one of the closer islands to like the city of Argos. And that's where they end up. And then denai she's a young lady and they end up on the island and the king of seraphos is like yo i want to marry her and um but her son is like kind of a thorn in the side he's like very protective of his mother and um yeah the king's like yo i got to get rid of this kid so i can marry the mom oh my god
0: and she was like okay with that
1: we don't know her opinion on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, why would we?
1: Or at least I have anything of like what she thought. But I imagine... I didn't write it down. <laughs> I imagine it was a big no. And the king, in order to um, get rid of Perseus without killing him, mm-hmm. it was to um, ask everyone in the king's court to give him an expensive gift and uh-huh. knowing the perseus he didn't have anything he was just put in a chest he's like a little kid mm-hmm. well he's like a, he's like a boy at this point he, he like he doesn't have a father doesn't have any like family doesn't have any inheritance he just, has he just has his mom yeah. and um, then perseus says but i'm gonna i'm gonna go give you the head of medusa um which at this point was like this like legendarily hard thing to get because no one have gotten it everyone who went to the Why island did
0: he feels the need <laughs>
1: It was, like, the biggest, like, I'm gonna get you the biggest, bestest present. Stepdaddy who don't want me. Yeah, well. Why? Potential stepdaddy. And so Perseus, he leaves the island of Seraphos and is, like, first of all, he has no clue. Um, How old is he? (laughs) He's, like, like, um, (laughs) on the cusp of being a man, so probably, like, 12.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, good, good, good. Good. And Mom was, like, totally fine with this you know once again we don't know (laughs) (laughs) don't i don't have a cell phone i cannot gps track you like Uh it's fine go (laughs) search the world for us
1: find my demigods
0: yeah like it's totally okay
1: um, Okay. so he, he he goes off pretty much into the wilderness so perseus has no clue what to do he has no weapon weapons he has no um ability to go between islands he doesn't have a boat so, he's, like, struggling. And then Zeus, his dad, sends down Hermes, the messenger god, to, to help him out. And then Hermes does two things. One, he gives him the, he gives him, like, uh, flying sandals. Mm-hmm. Like, sandals with wings so that Perseus can go super fast and travel. And he also says... And
0: have really good core string. Oh, yeah.
1: And he says, okay, um... Uh, Go find the Stygian mymphs, nymphs, or I'll just call them the, these nymphs, and they'll help you out with uh, with some other preparation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Perseus is like, dope, thanks. Hermes leaves, and Perseus is like, yo, I have no clue where these nymphs are. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows where they are. Um, but he just
0: sent this little boy on the cusp of being a man to yeah, find the, nymphs.
1: The ability to go and no anywhere and no ability to know where to go. <laughs> Okay. Um, But I think Hermes, I I, I don't remember if Hermes says, okay, you got to find the Grey Sisters. uh, Or if he's just like, okay, let me just, I think he says, go find the Grey Sisters and like, go from there. And the Grey Sisters, they have a brutal description. Um, (laughs) They were born as withered hags.
0: (laughs) Me too, though.
1: Same. (laughs) (laughs) And there's three of them. And between the three of them, they share one eye and one tooth.
0: Oh, good! Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, and they live in a cave because why not?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, we're also. <laughs> What's the matter with these scissors?
1: So Perseus goes to their island. Well, goes to the cave, and he like um, like scouts them out a little bit to see, um, like, how's he going to get this information? or what can he learn about them beforehand? <laughs> Well, that they have and
0: one tooth and one eye. So
1: exactly, yeah. So if one of them wants to eat, they have to get they have to get the tooth from one of the others. If they want to see something, they have to get the eye. Oh
0: my god! Why one tooth is not going to help you eat? One tooth? Which tooth? A back tooth or a front tooth? Which tooth? <laughs>
1: Let's just hope obviously the one they need. And he he goes to them, and while they're passing around the eye, he, he steals it. He's like, got your, got your eye. <laughs> it's like, got your got nose to you, a whole new level. Got your nose. <laughs> and they start screaming. He's like, yo, tell me where the nymphs are. And um, I love how in this, in this telling, how many times they say yo. <laughs> <laughs> t- t- tell me where the nymphs are. And they're like, ah. But then he's like, I'll, I'll give you the eye back. And they're like, OK. Well, the, if you the, don't
0: tell me, I'll take your tooth.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. Um, the eye, uh, sorry, the uh, the nymphs are at the river Styx, so they're in the underworld, like mm-hmm. yikes. And so he doesn't give the eye back, throws it in the sand. Oh
0: my, in wh- the sand, wise off. in the sand. Oh my, such goodness. a
1: bro moment! Thanks,
0: <laughs> Perseus. Where is your mother?
1: Mmm, um, Seraphos. Oh, sh- um,
0: should
1: ground you. So then he goes to um. He goes to these nymphs, and um, they're like, oh, you're, you're, you're a demigod, you're the son of Zeus, we're going to help you out. So they give him three things. They give him um, uh, a sword from Zeus. They give him a shield from Athena. And they give him a cap or a helm from Hades. So in the, in the Met, in so the Metrop- Metropolitan Museum of Art, in um in new york when art. you when you see this
0: <laughs> it's up to interpretation if it's i don't know if it was modern art
1: but i was like no that's the moment um and in the in the room with all the um all the mythological statues you see perseus holding someone's head not gonna say who's and uh um, you you can see like okay he has like this cute little cap <laughs> from from hades has this, like, uh, um, okay. um, has a sword from Zeus with,
0: what like, a, a clown
1: hat. Has <laughs> this really, like, bright, shiny shield from Athena, who is, like, a goddess of war and wisdom. That was June. oh And also the, um, and the, and the, and the shoes from Hermes.
0: He's got a lot of gifts. So,
1: yeah, with all, Cla- classic, like, um.
0: He just gave all of those.
1: The gods really helping you out. It's like Hercules got a lot of divine help. Perseus, he got suited up. I think of it as like the like Neo in the Matrix. When they're you ready to go in and he's like, I don't have anything. And then like, like worry, they're in like a white is- room and then like millions of like guns <laughs> come, come through. <laughs> oh. It's like or like a James Bond moment where like these are the latest and greatest shiny little gadgets. <laughs> but like Neo's just like, This is firepower. Um, so Perseus has that moment, and then he is hes off to, to get his king a, um, an incredible gift.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so he goes to the island where where Medusa lives, and he starts peacefully
0: w- alone, having oh, a yes, yes, grand yes. time with all of her dogs and cows and cats that I've given her on this island with her wine. The, <laughs> She's minding her freaking the statues business. The
1: alert her of his arrival. And he starts walking to her, but he walks backwards, and he he's looking at the shield.
0: How did he know that I, she had this ability to turn you into? That's just like all well. Oh, it, it was
1: like a, everyone knew a part of the story. Oh, okay. As he goes to her. her her pad. He wasn't
0: like shocked by it.
1: <laughs> he, it's like um her pad. If you ever hear of like a like like a garden of Medusa with all like the stone figures, it's cuz everyone who tried to go and kill her in the past to get her I powerful head <laughs> um looked at her and then they died and like you see them in their last moment and they're petrified. And um then so he he knows that he, he doesn't really know if looking into the shield is going to stop him from dying, but it's his it's the only way he would find her. So he walks backwards looking into the shiny shiny shield. And then eventually finds her and then closes his eyes, turns around, slice, not not dice, <laughs> cuts her head off. Oh my God. And, um, and
0: she never saw it coming.
1: And then, then, then he puts it in a bag. And now he's like, okay, time to give.
0: Who gave him the bag? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> It's, and, just, uh, oh, heck, it's just a generic Target. Yeah, it's bag. a little bag. Okay, cool. He just has a Brooklyn Into tote bag or something. pops <laughs> <laughs> it on it.
1: Nice little Trader Joe's. He's got one of
0: those like New Yorker tote bags that everybody
1: has. <laughs> the ultimate status symbol. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you don't know what's in here. All you know is that it makes me better than you. It makes
0: me better than you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he, uh, he flies back. And since he's carrying a severed head, there's a little
0: bit of blood. It's like a snake.
1: And a part of the legend is that the blood that's dripping off from her mm. head is, um, like, when it falls to the ground, it then snakes. So then all mm-hmm. the snakes that the Romans knew, because this is an Nova story, all the snakes that the Romans knew over in North Africa, they're like, oh, these came from Medusa's head. And people also thought that snakes were immortal, because, like, they, like, shed their skin. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, um, they can't die unless they're killed. Um... And back to the immortal thing. And, <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> and um, so he get he gets back to the and this the climax of the story. Um, the head chopping was it, the climax. No, of no, no, the story. no! It's a wedding. So the, the king of Seraphos is getting married to his mom, Denae. And first he shows up to the wedding, just flies on in because he's got the fucking slippers.
0: He's like keep your paws off my mom
1: (laughs) well close he he just like has the bag and he's like king i brought you a gift mom close your eyes (laughs) um to everyone in this room who loves me um click close your eyes so also at this wedding is um perseus's well perseus's mom's dad not his grandfather well i guess his grandfather um the king um oh was it king arceus Arcesius, (laughs) okay or <laughs> duh. uh so king creesius is there to like make sure that this like wedding goes well um and that you know also denny doesn't have any kids well like, it's, oh, of, the guy it's, that, like, it's like checking up on her in the tower part too
0: yeah the, the guy that was gonna die by perseus's hand is there mm-hmm. you mean
1: cool yep. cool, cool well it wasn't gonna be murder It was just
0: yeah it was medusa Um, that did it
1: yeah just put him on the train tracks the train was coming yeah whatever and then he says like king i brought you your gift whips it out i Uh, guess i guess he just hopes that it was facing the other way
0: (laughs) yeah yeah like uh where's the nose okay and
1: king seraphos is like he's like screaming because it's like he's being you know turned to stone from the inside out probably doesn't feel good and
0: oh no i'll ask him (laughs) Oh, wait. And
1: so he's petrified and, um, what was it, uh, Archisius that, that, that king is also killed. And then... Um, Anybody
0: else who's looking and did not, yeah. <laughs> just chose well, not to love anyone, Perseus in that moment.
1: Anyone who said either, I do love Perseus, so I'm going to close my eyes, or I love him, but what's he going to do? What's he going to do?
0: Um, want to see. That would be me. I would be turned to stone because I'm like, but I'm nosy. <laughs> I want to know.
1: <laughs> so they are killed and, and then... Um, Perseus goes and founds the, the city of Mycenae which was thought to so not. Him,
0: his mom is fine. Like five Mom's people in the audience great. are fine. So proud of him. Okay, She's like whoo!
1: And then he goes and founds a city like a boss. Okay. Uh, which is just like ten miles away from Argos. But
0: thank goodness I had a son and all the men in the world can do things for Ooh. me. Woohoo! secondary character.
1: I'm just character. a
0: Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spot device. Ah, I'm a pot for duty. Yay.
1: And, um, Great.
0: Good. Got you. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. My, my scene is really close to um, Argos. Uh, Perseus founds it. And they live happily ever after. Him and his mother. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what a journey. And June's very soothed. Stay away. All right. Well then. This uh, this means that we can jump into my segment. Sweet. Um, wow, Medusa. I do talk about her a little bit, but don't worry, have no fear. We won't be ta- uh, we won't be talking about only her. So, for the ghouls portion, um, we will be talking about snakes sy- and symbolism throughout mm-hmm. time and the cryptid known as the Yakumama. Mama. It's
1: a cool name. Dun-
0: Alright, so snakes are represented in practically every culture across the globe, um, Mm -hmm. and snakes symbolize various things depending on that culture. So, an example, in Greek mythology around 2,000 to 400 BC, statues of Eusclepius, the god of medicine, is presented with his staff made of two snakes, and this this staff is known as Caduceus.
1: Oh, that's like the... Department of
0: Sanitation. Yeah. the Yeah. What's his name? Uh. The staff is called Caduceus. Oh,
1: okay.
0: And cool. Asclepius is the god of medicine. And his staff mm. has the two snakes intertwined. It's like the symbol of medicine current, Like still today, it is the staff of Asclepius. Oh, yeah. Cool. But yeah, if you just Google... Scoopies. You know, God of medicine or anything to do with medicine, like symbols, and it's that. Yeah. It's the snakes twisted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, so that was, that started back in, you know, 2000 B.C. Mm-hmm. So, the well-known staff. Um, his daughter, Hygieia, the God of health, holds a snake in a bowl. And these snakes rep- uh, representation represent, the, these snakes resemble symbols of medicine and health. So hygiene um. is where we get Hygiene, Hygiene, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
1: then, um, Hijinks? Yes. <laughs>
0: No, <laughs> But yeah, so medicine and health, and that's what snakes have always okay. represented since, you know, in Greek mythology, or that it derived in Greek mythology. In India, the Hindu faith has been known to worship snakes since the sixth through fourth century BC. Um, and the snake King Vasuki uh, was is worshipped and most commonly known for coiling around the neck of Shiva um, who was believed to have blessed and blessed him and worn him as an oh ornament um, So that's where you see that oh, wow. in ancient Egypt snake designs were used in hieroglyphics and atop Pharaoh's head ornaments um, the uraeus is the symbol of the goddess Wajet, which is the snake, you know the snake goddess yeah, yeah. But that's why you see snakes with associated with pharaohs all the time.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm imagining the um, like those like big like golden crowns.
0: Yeah, with the, like and then they have
1: like the cobra coming up front and mm-hmm. you're saying What's
0: Yeah, So that all derives from the snakes and, and like the wajet goddess, which is the goddess of um, she's a goddess yeah, so she's one of the earliest Egyptian deities and was often depicted as a cobra. Whoa um, because she's the goddess of the serpent mm-hmm. goddess goddess of serpents or serpent goddess or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, but she's powerful and that's why they represented snakes with pharaohs. Um, So the pharaohs wore the ureus um, as a head ornament, either with the body of the wadjet atop the head or as the crown encircling the head. This indicated wadjet's protection and reinforced the pharaoh's claim over the land. And the pharaoh was recognized by wearing the ureus um, which conveyed legitimacy to the ruler so snakes meant power mm-hmm. snakes snakes meant that they were sacred like they, mm-hmm. they were sacred people they were sacred leaders they were legitimate leaders and that's why snakes are always symbolized with it's like pharaohs
1: so it's almost like a part of like their immortality <clears throat> its like it's part of one of the oldest deities and then it's also part of like people who are in power forever you know appointed by a divine power and part divine themselves mm-hmm. yeah. where the Greeks were just like, Snakes are good for you.
0: <laughs> snakes are really good, like medicine. Yay! <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> um, in African mythology, snakes represented a multitude of things, such as in Western Africa in, in the Western African kingdoms. Snakes symbolized immortality, as you mentioned mm. before, mm-hmm. um, because they appeared to be reincarnated from themselves when they shed their skin. In other regions, they symbolize immortality because some species would bite and hold on to their tails, creating a circle. And then many other parts of Africa, oh, yeah. the serpent, the serpent was looked upon as a symbol of fertility and protection. Mm. So it's always been protecting, it's always been healing or medicine related, mm. you know.
1: Um, when you mentioned the snake biting itself, it first made me think of uh, like the Game of Thrones symbol. Cause that's like oh, I, I guess th- those may be like dragons but dragons are pretty much just snakes <laughs> let's not open that can of snakes <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like the three dragon heads or snake heads just like eating one another it's like that um, real fortune kind of thing oh
0: I was like which which symbol are we thinking of and that's in the like the crest somewhere something? in the opening yeah it is yeah. I can't remember it's been so long I now I gotta watch Game of Thrones all over again dang it <laughs> Clear count. Clear my counter. We're doing it again. No. no! <laughs> I don't snub. <Just> the... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Why after all this time I still know nothing. Okay. <laughs> in Chinese in Chinese um creationism mythology, Nuwa yeah, Nuwa is the mother of goddess uh, the mother goddess who created humans from clay and she's depicted as a half snake woman mm. being. Um and then in Christian mythology, the gospel
1: Christian of, mythology.
0: Uh, dangerous phrase. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I don't when it said it, I was like, oh dear. In Christian fact. In Christian <laughs> Whoa, yeah, we get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> in Christian mythology, mm-hmm, the Gospel of John three fourteen through fifteen, Jesus makes direct comparison between the raising up of the Son of Man and in the act of moses raising up the serpent as a sign using it as a symbol associated with salvation mm-hmm. and the passage states as moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life
1: so believe in the snake
0: believe in the snake of salvation i
1: can
0: do that yeah Okay. Great, cool. <laughs> sounds good however also in the Bible, Uh-oh. in direct contradiction to the snake being symbolized as salvation, in the Christian tradition, it also identifies the serpent from the Garden of Eden with Satan. So mm. either salvation or yeah. Satan. I up always thought to the you. snakes
1: were only bad.
0: Only bad. I was
1: like, they bite us, yeah. they, they tell us to eat the apple. Yeah. They uh, in Red Dead Redemption. It's like the only thing that's really gonna hurt your horse is either you you run running it off a cliff, or a, or you you'll buy a snake you can't really see. So I, I thought the snakes were like purely purely uh, seen as bad.
0: bad. Yeah. So moving on, snakes <laughs> and snakes keep rolling. Rug. <laughs> okay, snakes and serpents depicted in numerous cultures have been represented by fertility and or rebirth as symbols of transformation, immortality and healing. Guardianship represented outside of temples and sacred spaces and atop <laughs> sacred peoples uh, mm-hmm. uh you know adorned on their crowns or mm-hmm. things. Um and then medicine as snake's venom is has been associated throughout history with chemicals of plants and fungi. And so it's like you know early you know alchemy mm-hmm. incorporated incorporated snakes so it's always been oh. some sort of, th- those are like the three main things that you see throughout cultures and throughout times. Um, guardianship, fertility, and rebirth, and medicine are the three things that snakes are oh, wow, used okay. constantly.
1: Like Medusa, her name means guardian. What?
0: I know you said that earlier, and I was like, oh, I have something so sorry. So yeah, um, I was very excited. I was like, yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Guardian, snakes. <laughs> um, but yeah. A little bit more about Medusa's backstory. She is one of three sisters known as the Gorgons. The other sisters are Steno and Uriel, and then of course Medusa. They were the three monstrous sisters. They had sharp fangs and venomous snakes for hair. Um, Their origins predate the written myths of Greece. The Gorgons wore a belt of two intertwined serpents in the same configuration as the Caduceus, which is the staff of Asclepius, with the, they wore, mm. the, all three gorgons wore belts in all the stories that I could find um, that symbolize, or that had the same twisting snakes, which is the Caduceus staff. That's Yeah. I want one. I know. I'm like, where, where can I get one? Medusa, <laughs> drop the lake. <laughs> we did you get
1: that? My absolute favorite snakes of the year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, all three sisters had the ability to turn people to stone when they made the unfortunate decision to look into their eyes. Um, and both Stenna and Uriel...
1: They looks the kill. Stenna,
0: Yeah, they do. Steno and Uriel were both immortal, however, Medusa was mortal. We aren't going to talk about that anymore. Uh, Uriel is known for her cry. Uh, my assumption it was like a banshee cry yeah. or something, it's very like a, unpleasing. Uh... <laughs> gonna get you <laughs> it's very unpleasing and unsettling um, to the ear mm. <laughs> but um, Steno was described as being strong and that she was the eldest sister but there's really not much about her like mm. I, there's I couldn't should have
1: gotten killed by a hero
0: should have gotten killed by a hero, Steno. <laughs> I don't want to tell you girl um, so yeah when Perseus managed to behead Medusa looking at her, her reflection in the bronze shield Uriel and Steno are said to have chased after him but were unable to see him because he was wearing Hades cap, which made him invisible. So they were there. But I didn't Whoa. know that. Yeah, I didn't that's not a common
1: Also they saw know, their sister get like
0: Yeah. Murdered. And Perseus didn't know they were there because he had his freaking eyes closed and was walking around backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you know? He had no idea that all three were there.
1: Your Honor, I didn't see them. I, I didn't swear
0: see them. So Percy has had a lot of reasons that he could have that could have gone poorly for him, but
1: oh
0: yeah, he only found one. So,
1: all right. So I mentioned the cap of invisibil- invisibility, but then nothing but that was used.
0: <laughs> the cap of invisibility. Yes, <laughs> it's the lesser known part of the Deathly Hallows. Uh-huh. <laughs> now I get to tell you about the legend of the Yaku Mama.
1: What a name to say.
0: I know. <laughs> so, uh, the tales of the Yakumama go back over a hundred years. Yakumama means mother of water and refers to an enormous serpent believed to live in the Peruvian Amazon rainforest. Mm. The Yakumama is believed to be the mother of all creatures of water. According to legend, the Yakumama would suck up any living thing pa- that passed within a hundred steps of it. She's also known as a protective spirit with the power to control the weather and other animals. Wacky. So a lot of like stories will be like, oh, there's a really bad thunderstorm happening. The Yakumama's upset. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's like crazy. At. Yeah. But um, to protect themselves, local indigenous peoples would blow on a conch horn before entering the water, believing that the Yakumama would reveal itself if it was present. Whoa. Mm-hmm. How like eerie would that, in a thunderstorm? And it's like murky and scary, and then like conch horns just go off. Oh yeah. What a sound.
1: It's like, yeah, we're good.
0: Um. Anyway, the largest snake. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> the largest snake on record known to science in the Amazon is the green anaconda, which can reach up to 30 feet long.
1: Nope. <laughs> I'm good. <I'll> subscribe. <laughs>
0: You can keep that Amazon, you can keep it right over there. Yeah. <laughs> um the most well-known tale of the Yakumana Yakumama is that of Percy H. Fawcett in 1906. Now tell me why Percy RRZ. how Don't
1: tell me his mom is Danielle
0: Probably. Like how what this how we are living in a simulation. Why <laughs> Do, why do Percy What does Percy need so much from these snakes? I've never met a Percy. I've never met a Percy, <laughs> but the only Percy I've ever heard of other than Perseus is this dummy who went finding snakes in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Why, sir? Why I need everyone who has a name that's similar to Percy or Perseus. If it's per Stop going near snakes.
1: Just, yeah. Just
0: <sighs> cut it out. Just so, no more of that. It's like, why are they all? You think you,
1: per- Percy, Smith, you're not that guy.
0: You're not that guy. <laughs> you're not <laughs> twelve. <laughs> so I guess kids. he
1: goes in there and doesn't find uh, the gift that saves his mother.
0: <sighs> I will tell you what he finds. Ooh. So the Amazon explorers and locals have reported encounters with an oversized serpent for over a hundred years, and this classic account comes from the explorer, the diary of the explorers explorer percy h fawcett in 1906. 20 years before he his son and his son's friend vanished without a trace in the amazon rainforest so we had a lot of diaries and a lot of journals published um with wild tales he'd been
1: going there for 20 years Mm
0: -hmm. so in in 1906 he in one of his journals this tale like he had several Uh... wild stories Um, about the Amazon rainforest and his scouting and like surveying the land and He had like all this stuff documented. Um, and that was in 1906, but 20 years after, you know, later Mm -hmm. he and his son and his son's friend went back. His name was like Raleigh something, whatever. His son's name was Jack. (laughs) Go, go to the Amazon again and Mm -hmm. do exploration, but then vanish. No one knows what happens to them. Um, I mean we, we can assume malaria or yeah, Perseus cut their Percy has <laughs> cut their heads off and fed them to snakes and now Percy is living among or Percy's son is you know Ooh. living among the snakes anyway um yeah so we don't know what happened to them but we can assume you know they're definitely dead now but like no one ever found remnants they better be <laughs> yeah we don't know Um. Twenty years before that, mm-hmm. uh, Fawcett was sent by the Royal Geographic Society to survey Rio's and uh, survey rivers in Rio, mm. which is why he was there. <laughs> when described by colleagues, he was described by having two very strong con- con- contradicting personalities. One, a fanciful dreamer whose ex- exploration or exploring spirit led him to search the jungle for lost cities and wealth. Or he was said to have been a matter of fact military man who would report exactly what he saw in detail with down to earth descriptions. So, pretty contradicting personality traits that mm-hmm. were described um, based on various people who knew him, or memoirs, or reading, you know, assumptions, reading his journals. Like, no Sounds one. Sounds like
1: someone you can trust to uh, take you into <laughs>
0: the freaking wilderness. Yeah. Um he's a good guy kind of crazy yeah like no like so no one now like no one really knows which personality
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah
0: type he had which is why like his journals and like his tales are always like kind of contested around in the community because it's like we're not sure if he's telling the truth or he's just like like exaggerating out of fear or exaggerating out of like trying to embellish this I want to justify Yeah, justify maybe, it or, or yeah. Um, so no one was, or maybe he's like, really saw these things and was like, very detailed and. What did he see? No one, the weed, well I'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, his memoirs have various wild tales in them, including his own encounter with a giant anaconda. While drifting in the Rio, um, um, Abuna, I think. Abuna is how you say it? Um, apologies if that's not how you say it but while drifting in the rio abuna with his native crew he spotted a serpent at the head of the uh, uh, a serpent head at the bow of the boat um faucet then shot at the creature killing it which caused it to wriggle and thrash about in the water once dead they measured the creature and Fawcett reports that the serpent was 45 feet long um
1: longer than the 30 feet which we was thought yeah was which the, was discovered was like
0: i think yeah i don't know when I think that Mm -hmm. one was discovered later. I think the original, Mm -hmm. like, longest snake in the rainforest was, like, 15 feet long. And so Mm -hmm. his 45 feet, right? His 45 feet was, like, whoa! And then, like, later science has discovered, like, larger animals. So he he said the serpent was about 45 feet long. Um, The explorer and the crew, obviously, had no way to transport the creature back. So the story's validity um, has mm. been debated ever since.
1: No photos or anything?
0: No. Nothing. Got nothing. Mm. I know. But have no fear. There have been other sightings throughout time. So in August 1997, um, in the village of Nueva Tacna, they heard, the villagers heard loud rumbling from the jungle, and something emerges massive in size mm. that left a trail of disaster in its wake. Then it plunged back into the water. It was a
1: European explorer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) More accurate, yeah. Um, Then it plunged back into the water, and the resulting whirlpool was said to have engulfed several nearby fishing boats. Damn. Huge.
1: They blew the conch shell like they're here, but we don't know what to do now.
0: (laughs) Now what? Normally it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Normally it's never here. Oh, no. Um, In 2009, two incidents in Iquitos, witnesses saw a large black serpent with glowing eyes who destroyed homes and vegetation. And then livestock has also been known throughout time. Livestock has also been known to be snatched up by giant reptiles or, Mm -hmm. as villagers believe, the yakumama. Um, so although there is no current physical evidence that, of the Yakumama's existence, locals take this legend very seriously and treat Yakumama's territory with respect. Mmm. And so.
1: So it's another, kids don't go there.
0: Kids don't go there. <laughs> don't swim in that lake. No, adult <laughs> supervision in a conch shell.
1: <laughs> you can't bring the conch because you can't go.
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, those are the tales as they stand out um of the legend of yakumama that's cool
1: yeah best name out of this whole
0: yakumama episode like this i want to say that all the time i'll never get tired of saying it but we're gonna move on to some fun facts and snakes in pop culture (laughs) 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 so fun fact um and i don't remember if you remember this coming on the news but i remember it and i was very excited i was like oh nerds nerds are everywhere but i was very excited so um the Trimerosaurus salazar.
1: I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Trimerosaurus salazar. Yeah. What um, you call me? <laughs> the Trimerosaurus Sal- salazar, also known as Salazar's pit viper, is a species of yeah, is a species of uh, venomous green pit viper. First discovered in 2019 in the lowlands of wow. the <laughs> 2019. I remember yeah. this on the news. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like me and my mom were giggling about it. Yeah. Um,
1: Add that to the Pokédex. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> <Sorry. sighs> oh my god! First discovered in twenty nineteen in the lowlands of the western part of the um, Arunachal Pradesh, India. It was named after Salazar Slytherin from the Harry Potter series. <laughs>
1: oh my god. <laughs> Uh, that's
0: pretty cool I know okay sorry (laughs) that's why me and my mom so they
1: they they found a snake and it it was just like a new type of snake
0: yeah so it's like it was just like a I think it was a subspecies of a type of snake that we already knew the the Trimerosaurus Mm. types of snakes but they named this one specifically like Salazar uh, to like (laughs) Yeah, you can Google that <laughs> if you oh, want like more that. information. Uh, that's, all, that's the only fun fact I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: all the fun I need. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: So now, some snakes in pop culture that are really notable. Um, yeah,
1: so are they like the good snakes of like, oh yeah, this is like me- medicinal and health. Or is it like, uh, you know, eat that apple. <laughs> eat it
0: or else. Uh, yeah.
1: Everything's in between. So what we got?
0: Um, yeah, these are just fun, fun fact snakes in pop culture. I don't, I don't. You rate them how you'd like. Okay. Um, and this is just I'm a just few. Of one to
1: snake a snake. <laughs> I'm
0: a snake. Oh yeah, he's number one. Oh <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> these are just a few. Again, like there's like plenty of examples of snakes, but mm-hmm. these are my favorite, I guess. <laughs> so, um, Nagini is the long green female snake with who was lord voldemort's pet and a major antagonist oh, yeah. in the harry potter series i'm not giving any spoilers very important snake yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the basilisk
1: yes was a also harry potter
0: i was a little harry Potter. i just you know whip them out real fast mm-hmm. all the harry potter facts right there <laughs> Um, we did three in a row. So the basilisk was a giant serpent, also known as the King of Serpents. It was a magical beast that was used to guard the Chamber of Secrets in the Harry Potter series. Um, but the Mara from the Doctor Who series, who is slash was, that's, the internet was very, very adamant in telling me is slash was or, you know, I don't, so I don't know. Okay. Um, a being that dwelt in the dark place of the inside. Whoa, okay. Like the upside down. Um, and sought physical existence by taking over a host in their dreams. Creepy. Doesn't sound like she's like, a good like, just Freddy
1: Krueger just kill me in my dreams? Just
0: kill me, sir. Just... Don't
1: Imperio me from my dreams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> More Harry Potter, all right. Um, Medusa and Percy Jackson, movie and TV. You guys know who she is, we're gonna move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, my mom wanted me to mention Ka from The Jungle Book. Um, he is Mm -hmm. a giant snake who is 30 feet long. Hey, oh, we've heard that. That thats the longest snake. Um, in many adaptions, Ka is an ally to Mowgli, um, acting as a trusted friend or like a father figure. Like, so in a Uh, lot of adaptions, he's a good guy. Oh,
1: I thought he was just a bad guy.
0: I, I I, like thought he was a bad guy, but I don't think so. I think we're just, the redemption, the redemption art for Ka. Ugh. I don't know, now I have to really, like, watch the Jungle Book again. I haven't watched it since I was a kid, so. You got that VHS? I do have that VHS. Let's go. <laughs> um, then Aladdin's Jafar, who turns into a giant cobra and taunts Aladdin after he kidnapped Princess Jasmine and put her in an hourglass thing, filling up the sand so she's going to suffocate. He's a mean snake. Mm-hmm. It's a mean old cobra. And then um, the... <laughs> I was watching this scene earlier. Uh, the black mamba in Kill Bill, volume two. Sorry, bud.
1: <laughs> what happens?
0: He's really, he, he opens a brief, bud opens a briefcase of money mm. and takes out the money. And he's like, very nice money, haha, he he blah blah about it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, much to bud's surprise, there's a black mamba in the suitcase. So he lifts up a pile of money, and the black mamba's like, Rawr! and then bites him a bunch of times in the face, and then, um. Daryl Hannah's character um, reads out to him while he's dying slowly. Reads <laughs> out the uh, symptoms of a Black mama bite. <laughs> oh! This is how you're dying right now. Yeah, this is, yeah. She's like, at one of the lines, she's like, she goes, "Now pay attention. This is important." <laughs> like, she's like, "This is this pertains to you," or something like oh! that. It's like, so fucking so brutal. It's so funny. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> anyway, so shout out to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Raiders of the Lost Ark is a fun one for me because yep. I like snakes. Like I've never been afraid of snakes, but some people are afraid of snakes. Like and who? Like Indiana Jones. <laughs> He's very afraid of snakes. Um, and so then the whole trope of the whole movie is just snakes everywhere. Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: um, and then last but not least, um, and my very personal favorite, um, fictional snake is reputation, Taylor Swift. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so in conclusion to all not of the a good snakes, snake. well, a great snake for me, not a good snake for the people who are snakes in the grass. Facts. Facts. <laughs> so, that is snake symbolism, and snakes are time, and uh, oh, wow. the tales of the Yakumama, and snakes in pop culture, and all things related to snakes. So, in conclusion, okay. no animal... Did we hit 20 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no animal has been more worshipped, yet more cast out, more loved, yet no, more despised than the snake. Thanks for listening to the Gods and Ghouls Podcast. We will have new episodes each week, and for news and updates, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Gods and Ghouls Podcast. You can also email us at gods and podcast at gmail.com for any stories you'd like to share or any tales you'd like us to cover. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Gods and Ghouls podcast. We will have new episodes each week. And for news and updates, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Gods and Ghouls Podcast. You can also email us at godsandghoulspodcastgmail.com at for any stories you'd like to share or any tales you'd like us to cover. Thanks!